This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld How you doing? You know, I'm doing well It's been a minute because we had our lovely episode with Sheena on Monday and we, you know, we had the day off because it was Labor Day. And <laughs> we had the day we're... off. That's laughable. <laughs> Did you not? You had a day off. <laughs> I still worked, but I was at the beach. So, yes. Barry Rosenfeld with the team on her back, as Always. per <laughs> Um <laughs> It has been a week. A lot of stuff has happened since we last were together in this Zoom space. <laughs> um, yes. So first off, how was your weekend? Let's just let's just get into it. You know, my weekend was fine. It was not very eventful. I I saw a couple friends. You know, did my little my little pandemic social life moment. Seeing friends is very eventful these days. I know, I know. And I'm like, I'm not a big like weekend trip person. Like some people are really making the most out of this like, you know, <laughs> regional travel. For me, I'm like, you know, I'm I'll not go to into the park. It. Yeah. It's fine. Um <laughs> I watched a lot of TV. Just I um yeah, you know, I didn't feel as refreshed as I wanted to by the end of it, but you know, it can't win them all. You can't. Um I am having some major difficulty in the sleep department. So if anyone has some recommendations of what the hell to do to sleep through the night, that would be great. Um, In other news, the most dramatic news that is not relating to Bravo at all. Oh, no. The end of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which I have talked about on this podcast. Yes, I the end of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Devastated. And I feel like the mo- the most direct tie-in is that immediately everybody is thinking about Kris Jenner joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, <laughs> which personally I feel will never happen in a million years, but it is a fun, it's a fun what if to discuss. It is because someone even asked that last night and I was like, I, I 100% would love to see it. However... I feel like under no, then my other half of me is like under no circumstances would she do it. And then the other third of me would, the third is, half, the third half is like, maybe Chris Jenner's like, fuck it. Life is short. Let's have fun. Who cares? Like, that's how I'm kind of looking at it. I don't know. I can't recall if I've said this on the podcast before. Forgive me if I have, but I feel strongly about it that I would not want to see Chris Jenner on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills but I would like a new show that was Chris, Kathy, Hilton, yeah. um, Faye Resnick, like that friend group. I don't want to <gasps> see Chris. I don't like want to see- Like the view. Chris, kind like of. a women of a certain age of 
Beverly Hills type of thing. <laughs> I don't really want to see Chris kind of bring, I don't. Get it I out, Dylan, see, get it out. I want to see, I don't want to see her bring herself <laughs> down, but it's not like a quality level. It's just like a, it's I'm just like thinking a, that too. <laughs> like Chris Jenner wouldn't be hanging out with somebody like Correct. Petty. Or somebody Correct. like, like Chris Jenner and Lisa Rinna aren't actual friends. Guys, but, Dylan is like at a loss for words about how he wants no, to it's explain this. I didn't want to say, I didn't want to say bring herself down in terms of that I think Chris Jenner is better than that, but I, I just don't exactly think it really makes sense. I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're it's, trying to say. It's honestly, it's a little bit like Leah on New York this year. I love Leah, but it doesn't really make that much sense for her to be hanging out with a Ramona Singer type. So I would love Which to see a cast why. on the show yes. that is more representative. But that, I mean, we'll talk about that later. So <laughs> other big, huge news, we finally have a trailer for the newest Real Housewives show, Salt Lake City, and it looks good. So good. And you want to know what's funny? The first thing I thought of, oof, did this make the trailer for Orange County look even worse than it was? <laughs> you know, I, so they actually... I like I like know know people who know people who were around Salt Lake City and like whatever they f- finished what? filming they finished filming like right before stuff shut down. Oh, really? And so they got super lucky. They obviously took their time, you know, editing it, getting the yes. season ready. But in terms of the actual footage, we're gonna see. I don't think it's going to be at all affected. They might have done some at-home confessionals or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But their season isn't going to be a pandemic season of Housewives at all, Thank which is God. exciting. Wait, Dylan, I'm dying. I know some people who know some people who know people that were in Salt Lake City. <laughs> okay, again, I'm not, I'm not expressing myself proud. I just mean that it's like, I don't know any of the Housewives or anything, but like I've heard through the grapevine that they finished in February, basically. Um, we it looks just like real and like fun and and like bitchy in a good way yeah it gives me almost like early like early seasons of other housewives but obviously like updated for production wise better yeah right and i so in the trailer they really lean into the religion aspect which i think is interesting we haven't seen that much from any housewives show Mm -hmm. before and i think that's smart because when they announced Salt Lake City, immediately people were like, oh, it's going to be like sister wives or like, you know, it's going to be all Mormons that don't party or whatever. And I like that they clearly have used that dynamic, but not in the way that people expected, kind of. Yeah. And I'm excited about that aspect of it too, because again, anytime in Housewives, there's a one-off of something, the girls don't take well to it. So like, even years ago when Tamara got baptized, everyone, they thought it was so weird, so weird. And mm-hmm. even look at Carlton, like she was a different, well, religion yeah. or... Um, it's a religion, yeah. Yeah, and and it was talked about, but now that the entire group is individually talking about it, I'm like, wow, this is like kind of awesome. It's, it's just exciting because... N- Obviously, there are some... So Mary, who's on the show, she is like... Her husband is a Pentecostal minister, whatever the the word is. Whereas, like, there's... So, like, there are women on the show for whom religion is, like, a big deal. And then there are also women on the show who are like, I used to be Mormon, but now I'm not. And so I think it'll be interesting to see kind of the dynamic between the ones who are more, you know, strict about that stuff and the ones who are letting loose. And then we see... 
Jen, who is like, I used to be a Mormon, but now I'm converting to Islam. And then she flashes the camera. Like, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, it just looks like a good time. But that comes out in November. Um, yeah, November 11th. It's interesting. Veterans that Day. Interesting. That, that and OC are both, it looks like going to be on Wednesdays, which is odd. I'm wondering That's... if there's going to be like a date switch. Really affects our scheduling, but whatever, I, you know, we will keep you abreast of any changes <laughs> in our podcast schedule, of course, as um, our shows come and go. But yeah, the, you know, we, we are flexible. We we change for you guys. <laughs> but honestly, the fact that we have Potomac still in their first half of the season, we have OC coming up. We have Salt Lake that's going to happen. We are going to be just fine in terms of shows to enjoy. I feel totally. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. But guys, another thing of news, which I think, Dylan, should we like make this like a news podcast? Like, should we be just like breaking news? Well, this transitions into our next, into our first topic that Denise Richards is leaving Beverly Hills after two seasons. You know, I, I have mixed feelings about how I feel about this announcement <laughs> because it's, it's the kind of thing where on the one hand, it's not surprising at all. Like, look at how this season has gone for her. Why in the world would she want to come back? But then on the flip side, I kind of have this feeling that she was going to you know, turn it around, come back, kind of be like, fuck everyone, I'm coming back, the fans love me, mm-hmm. you know, team up with Garcelle and Sutton and Dorit maybe, but it's like, I didn't you know, get that I just don't, I, I think that would have been more work than she really cared to do, and I don't blame her for that. I think this, it's unfortunate because it, it really is an unfortunate situation if you think about it. Like, you were coming on the show. It was a fun thing to do. It was, um, like, an opportunity to meet new people and do – and then something just took a turn and it went wrong and now she's done. And it could have – she could have been on the show for another, like, five years if this never happened. But it yeah. did. And we're all dealing with it. Yeah, it's <laughs> – so, I, yeah, let, I mean, it, it segues well into part two of the reunion, which we watched last night. And, you know, part two Attack of the reunion. Attack of the Kyle. I, 
Oh my God. I feel like part two of any reunion is usually kind of the least exciting part because it's like, they want to hook you in with part one, but they also usually save the biggest drama for part three. Mm-hmm. And so last night I felt like was kind of a mixed bag. There were some interesting parts, which obviously we're going to talk about, but overall I didn't feel like there was anything explosive. Um, no, no. But the Kyle thing was interesting. We basically start off with, it felt like a long montage of times this season when Kyle was a dick, basically. <laughs> <laughs> It's like every time she called them assholes, every time she called them fake bitches, every time she called Denise Ragamuff, and like they basically, they really are not giving Kyle any favors in this reunion. They're holding I do have her. To say, I think she handled that very well, though. I agree. I I think Kyle has rarely seemed more flustered on Housewives, but I do think she. I mean. I did appreciate she finally, finally acknowledged that she has a different type of friendship with Teddy than with anyone else, which at this point, it's like, how the, how are you not going to say it? It's so clear to everyone. Why should she need to? It's like weird. I thought that was weird. Like you don't need to explain your, they all know it unless Dorit just wanted to hear that, which I get. Right. And yeah, so it's, it's interesting because like Kyle obviously has been, in conflicts and fights and stuff in 10 seasons on this show. But I feel like this is one of the first times where it feels like she is kind of having to really like defend herself as a person and like her spot on the show sort of. And Mm -hmm. overall, I think she's done a fine job of like, I definitely, I definitely don't think she needs to be like fired before next season. You know? Absolutely not. I think she handled, it was, it went on for a bit longer than I wanted. Like it, it was like, that is, was an attack. They were all saying how they felt about Kyle and listen for each thing. She was kind of owning it and she was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she did that well. And if you do a side by side compare her and how Denise handled hers, like everyone attacking her, like there's a huge difference. And I could kind of figure out like, that's kind of why Denise isn't coming back. Like she, right. she didn't settle things with the women. She was kind of like, fuck you guys. This is me. I'm over it. Goodbye. Right. Where you Kyle could, was like, I'm sorry. I want to work on it. You could tell. So Kyle's in the position where, you know, Kyle doesn't want to leave this show. So she is going to do whatever she thinks is the right route to kind of like shore up her friendships, not, ruffle too many feathers and you know kind of secure her spot whereas Denise you can tell is checked out she doesn't actually she doesn't care about you know repairing a friendship with any of these women and so yeah I mean it's it's unfortunate because I think the reunion would be more interesting to watch if Denise was really kind of trying to like navigate this but instead I feel like it's kind of the biggest achievement is just that they got her in the chair and like that's it is what it is kind of um <clears throat> yes. what do you feel about the rena and garcelle thing with the dancing comment i thought that was a good idea that it was brought up again and i think that it was great that they reminded the audience that rena and garcelle have been friends for a long time and this mm-hmm. wasn't just i thought that was like a major key to that where um, Garcelle was coming to her as like, just, this is how I feel. Like, I'm just kind of yeah. my opinion. Not, uh, listen, you know how I feel. Anything Garcelle does and says is like, fine by me. I think yeah. she's very open and clear and not malicious of what she's trying to do. So 
I thought it was really good. And again, Lisa Rinna, okay, okay, I think Lisa Rinna now, like, loves the whole attention-seeking thing. She's like, it's not like that they make fun of her anymore. She, like, kind of took it and made it her own. So mm-hmm. she was even like, it is weird. I do like dancing. Like, I'm weird. I love attention. And, like, okay, it's not fun, you know, whatever. I yeah no I think (laughs) I do think it's one of those things where Lisa is to an extent purposely misunderstanding Garcelle's intention with that comment that I think Garcelle I mean she brought it up because it was something on her mind she never Mm -hmm. meant to attack Lisa and she wasn't ever actually suggesting that Lisa's dancing caused Amelia Gray's eating disorder issues it's like it was simply a question of like do you think it's you know whatever And, you know, overall, I don't think they totally hate each other. I think they aren't in a great spot right now. But that's the kind of dynamic where it's like, I feel like they have good tension. But if Garcelle stays on the show, which I really hope she does, they could still potentially be friends in a future season or have still an interesting dynamic with each other. It's not like with Denise, where she's kind of past the point of no return with these women. Yeah. Um, Speaking of not speaking and friendships, I always cringe when this happens at reunions when even last night Andy was like to Doreen and Kyle are you guys not speaking right now and Kyle just shook her head no and Doreen kept speaking and I I think that is always the most awkward <sighs> thing of all reunions like also hello we didn't know you guys weren't speaking at that time can you let us know like in the reunion we didn't we couldn't tell like we didn't but I guess kind of there was some tension but not where we would know they weren't speaking but I think I think Dorit made a comment that was like, I don't like when we don't talk to each other type of yes. thing. And then Andy was like, huh? <laughs> What'd you, what did well, you just say? <laughs> so one thing that I think we need to discuss is when they're talking about Brandy, they bring up, the other women are bringing up the question of why Brandy is not there. Which is, I hate, they were like, where is where is Brandy? Where is she? Like, she was going to come out of the back. And then Denise goes, oh, where's Brandy? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. 
It's interesting because I think most people had kind of assumed that the reason Brandy wasn't invited to the reunion was because of cease and desist, legal issues, whatever. But Andy sort of raises his hand and it's like, hey, I'll say it. The The conversation at Bravo was after Brandy said on camera, I bleeped her fucking bleep, that they decided there wasn't really anywhere to go with that, which I would... I'm really curious to know if that's the whole truth. Brandy was on Watch What Happens Live last night. We can talk about that after. Like she, she, right. for that it's like, reason, I feel like I think. <laughs> maybe that was part of the conversation, but I don't think that was like, she said that so she can't come to the reunion. I don't think it was as simple as Andy wanted to make it sound. I agree with you on that. But also, before we get into the Brandy, um, and well, actually just Denise segment in general, there were some other little tidbits, my favorite part, just the little tidbits to bring up. Can we, Teddy raising her hand and saying, can I speak now? Because my name keeps getting brought up and I'm not involved. So I don't know why. That was kind of just like, and you saw Garcelle just like rolling her eyes because it was like, again, this didn't have anything to do with you. So like- They were, her name was only getting brought up because it was Teddy's (laughs) retreat. They weren't talking about Teddy. Like it would, it would be the same thing as if, if you said like we were, we went to Disneyland and Walt Disney raised his hand and was like, can I speak? Like they weren't talking about you, Teddy. They were saying your name because it was your event and you weren't in the room at the time that the comment happened. Yeah, it was- all she wanted was to jump in and defend Kyle where it wasn't actually her place to like, <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, and then also again, they brought up the argument because of the retreat. They were talking about the argument of glam. And do you remember before this entire Brandy Denise thing happened, the first half of the season's storyline and arguments were about glam. And I was like, here we go again. Why are we talking about that? I didn't even hate it. I was enjoying the season from the first episode. And I thought that I thought that whole glam argument was just perfectly ridiculous for Beverly Hills. (laughs) I'm glad they moved on eventually. But you know, I I, like Dorit being like, well, Kyle, it's either too much glam or not enough glam. And what's the right amount of glam? And it's like, this is so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous and so Beverly Hills. Like we're, f- and that was so true that what she said, it's either, right, we're not glammed or we're too glammed. Like what, what do you want? What do you right, want? And then Barbie, Kyle was like, um, I don't know. <laughs> Barbie glam or ragamuffin? Um, the whole thing with Denise is... What Rinna said was very accurate that the cover up is almost worse than the crime right now. Like she, and it's true. Like Denise is kind of just digging herself and lying. And it's just once yeah. you lie once, it just the, the, the web continues to grow. And at this point, like they did the flashback to BravoCon where they asked her if she was friends with Brandy. And in, in defense to Denise, though, she really did say Brandy and I are friendly. She didn't say we are friends. And I was like, huh. Also, I think she should have just said that was before Italy. So we, I hadn't been confronted with all this stuff. So I said nice things about her because she was somebody that I was a friendly acquaintance with. It, yeah. She, again, we've talked about how she's not doing herself any favors. She's not doing a great job of sort of playing the housewives game. And that was another example where it was like, there was an easy way to explain that away. And she kind of missed that and dug herself deeper like you were saying and 
you know, I, I'm sad to see Denise go, but I totally get it. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see part three because I think it'll actually be pretty interesting, probably. Yeah. And then at one point when she was like told that the girl, she's like, you girls are just so vicious after she got caught lying. Like that was her only defense like, mechanism. And I was like, they actually weren't being, but they weren't, but we will see next week. I mean, it was interesting to have Brandy on watch it happens live after, because we kind of heard her thoughts, which I have to say, Brandy was like very mature and very um, open in her responses. And she wasn't bullshitting. And she was kind of just like, here's here. I'm just saying what I've said in the past again. Like, I'm not lying and I have proof. And I was like, damn. Yeah, I I will be so curious to see what happens with that. And especially next week, we should talk about where our predictions are for the cast next season because who knows what's going to happen now that Denise is out of the picture. Um, Quickly, let's touch on this week, Real Housewives of Potomac because we didn't get to record (laughs) on Monday. Um... We also haven't discussed that Ashley Darby is pregnant again. I know. Congrats. It's so even exciting. More, even more news. I will say this. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. <laughs> you heard it here first two days after it was announced. Um, <laughs> I think this announcement could not have come at a more cringeworthy time in terms of what's happening on the show. Uh, yeah. Um, basically, I think the main thing that we have to touch on is this text that Candace gets while they're at the lake house that Michael was in a hotel room with several strippers and talking about a wife and a boyfriend. And so she gets this text and I really empathize with her that she gets this text and her immediate reaction is no, 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 no. Like, I don't want this. Yeah. Why, Why has this been put upon me? And what the fuck do I do with this information? Because Ashley and Candace are not good with each other. I love when she asked the producer, she was like, the name's going to be blurred out, right? (laughs) Okay, I actually loved that moment because it would be so easy for a moment like this to feel overproduced and like, we're at the trip and she gets the text and she's going to confront her. And that moment felt so real because you could... I, I don't think Candace could have faked that reaction of being just purely stressed out about what the fuck to do with this information. And I want to know what your thoughts are about her reaction, which was to immediately tell Giselle. Um, I think her, she just needed to tell someone. And uh-huh. I, I get that. Um, I think... Uh, it was per- it was great like i if you kind of go backwards and think about who would she tell like she's not going to i would think it would be her or monique that she would tell i don't yeah. know why she didn't tell monique but um i think she just kind of wanted to also get out of the house and tell someone and yeah. she did what she did um i don't know what giselle's going to do with this information like that dinner scene when it was coming to a head it left right. us off like really huh, what's going to happen so it looks like it looks like Candace brings it up at the dinner. We we cut off right at that moment, but it looks like... So Candace said on social media, she was saying, I didn't... I Ashley and I were not in the place for me to be the one kind of throwing this out there, which I totally get. But I do think she could still be the one to tell her. It just makes sense that Absolutely. it wasn't only her with like... Because then it would seem like vicious. And I think it's important that... I think that, I mean, Candace, certainly I do not agree with everything she does, but I, I totally feel for her in that sense of like, sometimes that just happens and you're like, 
I don't want, I love gossip, but I don't want this to be on yeah. my plate right now. Uh, absolutely. I think she might've also told Giselle because to someone else, because at that, when she realized she should do it at dinner, like she needed someone on her side. You know what I mean? Like someone yeah. not, so not all the ladies were like, where'd you get that? What do you mean? Blah, 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 blah. But also, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm like kind of nervous to see how it takes. Cause you never know if you want that information in front of people or like private, but that's the one thing, obviously we haven't seen the actual, you know, fallout yet, but it's like, did you have to do that at the group dinner? I always think that on every episode of, of Housewives. I'm like, why did you pick the party with everyone to tell this? But I don't know. And maybe it is because it's a small group and they're all together and they know. So I don't know. But the thing about this lake house trip is they're all like so bored and they're making it forced fun. But like, I'm sorry. Look at that backyard and whatnot. Get your bathing suit on, lay by the pool, and have a cocktail. What is the issue? I find no I issue in this at all. I find it very relaxing. I but... think the editors the editors are doing a brilliant job with this trip. I mean, obviously <laughs> the women are giving us content all on their own, but the way they're putting this together, they had when they had Candace versus Monique in their little kayaks, and Monique is like on her peaceful nature trip, and then Candace looks like she's going to scream just because the boat is like about to hit like some little wooden pole yeah and then they're like showing them like they've been in confinement in the house for two days it's and like like... it's struggling they had a pancake contest of a a, um pageant off like there are other things to do it's not like they were trapped in a snowstorm in the house like (laughs) i candace singing is like one of the funniest things to me she has a great voice but when she walks when she walks in the door and she goes hello Dylan, you should have a, a like a sing off with Candace. That would be awesome. Um, oh side note: Last night, um, Brandy was like, "Yeah, you know how Bethany says, share it all, share it all." And Andy goes, "Mention it all." And I was like, "That was kind of like a shout out to us, you know." But Brandy got the quote wrong. She thought it was share it all, and we were like, "It's oh mention gosh. it all." But um, okay, Dylan, who was your Bravo love this week? Okay, short um, week. Um, oof. Uh, you know, I'm just going to give it to the the ladies of Salt Lake City. I'm excited to wow. see them. I'm excited to, to, to meet them for real. I've been following some of them on Instagram for a while. They seem like a fun group. Um, and from, from what I've heard through the grapevine, it's going to be an exciting from, season. From your people who know people in Salt Lake City, you've heard. <laughs> you know, I have, there are Utahns everywhere. Oh my um, God. <laughs> My Bravo Lab is actually going to go to Monique because I think this trip is very nice. It is well thought out. It is on her turf and her terms and things she likes. She had monogrammed robes made for the women. Like there are minor details that are being looked over and I'm appreciating them. I agree with you. However, I would rather eat Giselle's pancakes. <laughs> Okay. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. (laughs) Um, We'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and join our Facebook group, and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Benches. Thanks, guys. Bye. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.